Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me again today on another episode of the Born to Talk radio show podcast. My guest today is Nancy Spear. She is the owner of Nancy's Tech Talk. Uh, did you hear me say Tech Talk? That is not what she's the owner of. You're not going to find her there. This is a live show. She is the owner of Nancy's Tech Help, but she does talk, and that's what we're going to be doing. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Hi, Marcia. Good to be here. It's it's lovely to have you be here at Tech Talk. Did you hear me say that? Good grief. Yes, Um, I can be Tech Talk. That's fine. Yes, you could. You sure could because actually that's that's part of what you do. Um, I just wanted to mention that you and I are both uh, members of the LAX Coastal Chamber of Commerce, which is how we met. And... um, I'm just, I am so happy you're here. I think what you do is so valuable. And I thought we could start off by having you tell us, how did you get the idea to even start your business? Uh, I will tell you. um, I was a stay-at-home mom for 12 years, and I loved doing it. But when it was time for me to go back to work, I had missed a whole tech revolution and it was hard for me to find a job so um, this is going to take a minute but it's a good story Um, we had a little brown Mac and I knew how to use my AOL account and I knew how to create the preschool newsletter but that was it Mm -hmm. Um, I finally found a job um, but the funny thing was they only had PCs and I didn't know how to use a PC So I know the anxiety my clients feel when they're faced with a new device. I learned how to use a PC. Um, My brother-in-law hired me to manage his computer software office. And little by little, I started training the people who were using the software. And then uh, my father, who was in his mid-70s, called me. His voice was shaking. And he said, I got my first iPhone. The guy at the store said I needed a password, but I've been on hold for an hour and no one's helping me. Oh, man. So that broke my heart a little bit, and I realized um, they were not asking him the right questions. They were definitely not giving him the respect he deserved, and I knew there was a need so I quit my job and I started my business. That was six years ago. Well, congratulations on your six years. And you know, I can really relate precisely what you just said. I really can. Um, I love talking. You and I have had lovely conversations. That is not a challenge for me. I was born to talk. 
my conversations <laughs> plus connections equals community. That really, when I say that at the beginning of the show, that really does identify me. But the technology and what I've had to do in doing this all these years has not been simple. And sometimes you need a team. And I have I have help with a wonderful woman named Tia Raglan that was my intern when I first got started in the studio at LA Talk Live in April of 2015. She continues to manage my Instagram. She said, let me just do this for you. I'm happy to do that. <gasps> Thank you. So anytime any of us can get help, unless, unless you understand Zoom, well, do you have a camera? That might help. You know, if you don't understand what you don't understand, to think that there's somebody like you out there, Nancy, that can say, I've got the patience, I understand, and I'm not going to give up on you. That, I mean, that could bring me to tears thinking about what you do for our community. And I realize that we are in a similar community. We're, we're just a community over um, and I know that we're going to be talking about how you have been affected during this pandemic. But I want to direct people as they're listening to your website. And it's so simple, nancystechhelp.com. So at any time that you're listening, if you want to bump on over to her website, it's perfect. And she provides all of the information that we'll be talking about today. So. I guess I'd like to know, um, let's talk about the services that you, that you do provide. Let, let's, let's talk about what you do, Nancy. Okay. Well, uh, pre-pandemic, I call it the fun stuff is what I taught. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of emails, um, everything from uh, the difference between reply and reply all, how to forward an email, how to unsubscribe to an email, that's important. Um, how to use Facebook. If you have an iPhone, I can teach you everything about every icon on your phone. Um, However, sometimes I get a call from something I didn't know how to do, and if I want to learn it, I will learn it. So um, I had a a man call me maybe three years ago. He wanted, wanted to learn iMovie. He had his own photos and his own songs. And I said, I don't know how to do that. And I gave him some numbers from my tech guys, and he came back to me. He's like, I don't want to work with them. I want to work with you. (laughs) So we both went to the Apple store, and we learned iMovie, and we put his photos and his songs together for his grandkids, and we put them on YouTube. So that was really fun. That's an example um, of what I mean, and excuse my interruption, but yes. for many of us, hand-holding is so important. If you, I have many friends that don't have nearby relatives that can help them with exactly what you're describing. You just described, just, and, and, and you made it sound like, no big deal, but it is a big deal to that person that said, you're going to go to the Apple store with me because yes. you're going to know the questions to ask. And even if they answer the questions to me, what if I didn't understand it because I didn't quite get it? So 
I, this yeah. is just a perfect example of your patience. I, I apologize for interrupting you, but this is why I so admire why you saw the need for this, um, Nancy. It, it's just fabulous. So excuse me for interrupting, but but go on about this and about the other okay. things that you, you do. You can you can interrupt me anytime. It makes <laughs> me feel at home. How's that? I um, like that. <laughs> so during the pandemic, um, you wouldn't be surprised that I taught a lot of people how to use Zoom. Um, that was a big thing. Also, um, they couldn't go to the grocery store, so I taught them how to do Instacart or Amazon. Also, um, if you have a doctor you need to email or get a prescription, you have to go on my chart or my UCLA Health. That was a little tricky. And um, also, I did a lot of presentations and a lot of lessons about how to recognize a fraudulent email because all of our older people were stuck at home and they were lonely and they would answer the phone and talk to anybody and may have been scammed. So uh, it was much more than I thought I would ever teach, but it was necessary. I need to interrupt you right here because I, I, I think there are a lot of us and I will include myself, that have been caught up in what we thought was a legitimate email. And my daughter doesn't live far away, and she was over here, and she's saying, Mom, look at this email. Look who it's from. This is not from Amazon. This is Mm -hmm. not from blah, blah, blah. Look at how it's, look at, look, now go over to this email. Do you see the difference? And, you know, it, it can be embarrassing to admit mm-hmm. that you have fallen prey to that and you think you've got it straight. I personally, Nancy, had a nightmare two weeks ago and fell into what I thought was a legitimate PayPal customer service person it was a nightmare i am pleased to say it is behind me i wish i could tell you that it cost me zero dollars lesson learned lesson learned sometimes we have to trust our gut but if our gut isn't speaking to us, Nancy, and you know this, mm-hmm. you can be the smartest person in the world. It's like, well, dang, I fell for that. So I think that, you know, like you said, my chart, some of these things, groceries, if you know how to do Instacart, then it's simple. If you know right. how to do Freshly because you want groceries delivered, it's simple. But everything's simple if you know how to do it, right? Exactly. And 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 I do you find that when you sit with with your clients, that they don't necessarily pick it up the first time. Um, they don't pick it up, and that's fine with me. And and my I have several testimonials, but I think my favorite one is a woman said, "Thank you for always answering my questions like I never asked them before." It's hard. Wow. Wow. That is. But, yeah. Wow. I mean, take, 
for all of you listening, I mean, that could bring me to tears because that is so genuine. And that, I can't think of a better testimonial than saying to somebody that's trying to help you, oh, my God, how many more times are you going to ask me the same damn question over and over again? Would you want to work with somebody that made you feel that way? Of course not. So I think that is a lovely, lovely testimonial. And, and I, your, your website is, is, is really nice, by the way, Nancy. Um, people just have to look at you and they can see, I can see, I see it. I can see the kindness on your face. So who, who are your clients? Who, who do you teach? Um, I teach, uh, my clients are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, they probably have tried to work with their grandkids, but the grandkids are just mm-hmm. too quick. Um, a lot of my clients are widows. Their husbands used to help them, and now they have to do it themselves. Or um, just someone who needs a little extra patience. And I go to, I'm in West L.A., and then um, Tuesday and Thursdays I go to the Valley for my Valley clients. I see. Um, And and I I realize that, you know, our show is heard across this country, and obviously somebody Mm -hmm. isn't going to see you coming to their home on a Tuesday if they live in North Carolina. But yes. we're going to talk a little bit about that as we as we continue mm-hmm. our show, because clearly you had to make some changes um, during mm-hmm. the pandemic. And I, I want to just I want to piggyback on some of the things that you're saying because of the fact that I can so relate. You mentioned who you teach, and I fit into two of those categories. Um, mm-hmm. I am in my 70s, and I am a widow. And one of the things that I realized very early on, very, very early on, this is 12 years ago, I have to have a system, Marsha has to have a system that understands what my username and passwords are. So number one, I don't forget them because there are times when you absolutely have to change them, which is exactly what I had to do last week. Yes. And but my kids, if something happens to me, who are they going to ask? So my kids need to know my username and passwords, and even that at times can be so daunting. And I'm sure you must talk to your your clients about how to manage that as well, don't you? That is one of the biggest challenges: is passwords. Yes. And I do give them a, a password log that they can write their username, their password, the date. And then I always say, exaggerate your uppercase letters and your lowercase letters. Um, keep it in a safe place and give it to one, someone you know will protect it. And then I when need you're to have you... Platform, I'm sorry, finish what you're saying because then I, wanna, I, want, I have a question that based on what you just said. Keep it in the same yeah, there place. Are always, there are always people, like uh, for my older people, they have a caregiver and the 
caregiver really wants to help. So she changes the password, but she doesn't tell the son-in-law who has the password in his house. So um, it's really tricky. It's really tricky. I'm very interested in your um, definition of exaggerate the upper and lower case. Can you oh, give me an example okay. of what exaggerate yeah. means? The letter S is the same formation if it's uppercase or lowercase. So on your password chart, make the uppercase S much taller than the little lowercase S. So when you're typing it in and it's case sensitive, you'd get the right password. Was that helpful? No. 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 So, let me, no. But, yeah. So you know what? I am your ideal customer. So then to me, how I interpreted this, don't use S at all because there's a, the S looks exactly the same, whereas the capital T and the small letter T look completely different. Yes. So would you then recommend that, well, even the capital letter M, like Marsha, which got points uh -huh. at the top, mm -hmm. and this lowercase Marsha has M's around it. So I guess what I'm trying to determine, and I'm really glad you use this as an example because I'm an example of somebody that wants clarification. I'm wondering mm -hmm. if you would then recommend never use S as an, um, a password, but use those letters and lowercase letters that don't look alike. Did I get that right or did I get that wrong? I've never thought about it that way because I, I write a big S and a little S. But if it works for you just not using an S, don't use it. I see. But, but most, pa most passwords, you'll need an uppercase letter and a lowercase letter. Yes, and numerals, and sometimes an exclamation mark yes. or some other thing like yes. that. Yes. That's, but that, that's, that's so helpful. And, and you know, it's, that's why I'm loving speaking with you, because while I realize that people are going to be listening all over the place, I feel like this is... I feel like I'm your client right now, and I am so appreciating your response, and, and, and I'm grateful that I, I do ask a lot of questions, and I do unfortunately interrupt, because for me to make sure that you understand what I just heard, I almost have to repeat it, like just when you said, well, what does it mean to exaggerate? I, that, made, that made total sense to you. That didn't make sense mm -hmm. to me. And so thank you. I I, that, that's a perfect example of how you work with your clients because it wasn't like, well, for God's sakes, it should be obvious. No, you didn't say that. Not only did you, did you not say that, you didn't think that either. That isn't where your mind went. It was like, okay, so let me see if I can explain this to you a little differently. Let me tell you how mm -hmm. I understand it. Okay, I'm going to tell you kind of how I understand it. Well, I hadn't really thought about it that way. Marsha, I'm not here to judge how you're going to process this. You're going to do what, what makes sense for you. I'm just here to help. And, and, and that's right. what's so beautiful about you. I, I, just, I just love it. And it kind of segues perfectly into my next question, which is, perfect here different people learn differently i just gave you a perfect mm -hmm. example so you did 
I did because it's true what you said. When, when I asked my guests to provide me with questions, Nancy, which is what I always do, it's because I want to make sure that whoever is my guest, you today being that person, is able to really give to our listeners your passion, your love, why you do it, and how people can learn from it. And I love that about doing this. It is just, I love this. And we just talked about how people learn differently. So what are the challenges when you're teaching? What do you find to be challenging? Um, It's like you said, everyone learns differently. So I have to figure out how they learn. So I arrive to the first appointment, um, and I have these bright neon colored folders. And if if they want me to write instructions down or take pictures of their screen and I can I can give them in personal customized instructions. For example, if I take a picture of their screen and I put it in a Word document, it says, Go to Chrome. It looks like a beach ball. It's the second from the left on the bottom of your computer. And then I do all the instructions like that, big type, three instructions on a page, put them in the yellow folder. Some people love that. I had one woman who just would clap her hands every time I gave her instructions. (laughs) Then I have people who don't want that at all. Um, They just want to do a function over and over again. So I was with a woman who had a new iPhone. And she called me on my iPhone, and I answered it, and we had a conversation. And then I say, okay, we're done. Tap on the red button. That's how you hang up. And then we did it again and again, and we just did the same thing over and over again. However, sometimes I really have to think outside the box. And here is one of my favorite stories. I was working with this woman. She was in her early 90s. And she was learning how to use her email, and she was doing great. She learned how to reply, how to compose, how to know the difference between CC and BCC, but she could not remember how to delete the email. So I would, she would get to deleting an email, and I would say, put it in the garbage can. And finally she said, it doesn't look like a garbage can to me. So I took a breath and I said, what does it look like to you? And she said, it looks like an orange juice glass. (laughs) So I want all your listeners to close their eyes unless they are driving and think about that glass you had in the morning. Maybe your mom had it on the kitchen table. It had orange juice in it. You put your hand around it, and it had those vertical ridges all the way around. Mm -hmm. Then think about those metal garbage cans that had those vertical ridges. That's what it looked like. Her garbage can looked like an orange juice cup to her. Oh, I love that. So I said, okay, let's say tomorrow morning you take an orange juice cup out of your uh, pantry And you see it has a crack in it. What are you going to do with it? She said, I'm going to put it in the garbage can. (laughs) I said, okay. So next time you need to delete an email, 
put the orange juice cup in the garbage can and I still work with her and every time she puts a, a deletes an email she thinks about it and we laugh so that is what I have to do to to figure out how people work sometimes oh, and it was that fun that's that's fabulous oh god so that you know Obviously, you've been doing this for six years, but unfortunately, yes. you were really, really interrupted, as we've all been interrupted. And in a time when we're already, for so many of us, isolated, and our computer becomes our new best friend, especially if you do live mm-hmm. alone, and you do want to be able to email, and you would love to be able to Zoom, but it's like, how do you Zoom on your computer? You don't have a camera. Well, there, there's uh-huh. a problem, but do you have an iPad? Because your iPad has a camera. You know, but these are things that you ha- you are, you're like Columbus. You have to discover where you're meeting your clients to start with. And what makes me curious about this is how did you do this? How have you been doing this during this pandemic time? How has this affected your business? Okay, it was tough. I, I like most people, uh, you know, lockdown came down, and I thought maybe my business wouldn't survive. I really did. And then two really good things happened. Um, I got a call from KCET. And they wanted to interview me about how the pandemic was affecting my clients. So that was really exciting and kind of got my name out there. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had a, I still have a business coach in LA. And I met her maybe five years ago and she always wanted me to work with her father in Maine. And I said, sorry, I don't do that. I need to be in person. And she saw the KCET interview and she called me and she said, it's time to get out of your bubble. (laughs) Call my dad. He needs to learn Zoom. He has to get to a a family reunion on Zoom. So I took a deep breath. I called him. I didn't see his screen. I just literally was on the phone with him asking him what was on his screen. And I said, go to Safari. Type in zoom.us and you'll see download. So he did that. And uh, it was taking a little too long to download for him. And I could tell he was getting frustrated. So I said, you know, I heard you're going to a party on Zoom. Who are you going to see there? (laughs) And that calmed him down a little because he told me about all his friends and his family. And then I said, okay, let's take a look. What's at the bottom of your screen? Tell me what's at the bottom, starting from the left. And he said, well, there's, there's the Finder happy face, there's my Chrome, there's my email, and there's Zoom. It's not there. And I said, it's there. You just found Zoom. So he clicked on it. I said, join with video, join with audio. By the time we saw each other's faces, it probably had been an hour and a half just getting in there. Um. And he said, he blew me a kiss. That's the first thing he did. He said, do you like red or white? And I said, what? He said, I'm going to send you a bottle of wine. Do you like red (laughs) or white? So that's when I really learned I could work remotely. And it Mm -hmm. turned out I had um, three clients on the East Coast. And that's what I've been doing. I've been using um, a program to log into their screens. 
and uh, it was much easier than I thought it would be. It's still better seeing them in person, but that's sure. what I did. Well, you know, it's so funny. I don't, I don't, I think all, a week does not go by when I say this, but it's so relevant. And that is the two big words that have happened, in my opinion, since lockdown. Two. One is what we were just talking about, which is Zooming, which is not what you necessarily only do with a camera. And the other is Pivot. And what you did is you managed a pivot. And I'm just saying, I mean, there's only so many hours in the day, and you're not going to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you've got a three-hour time Mm -hmm. difference. But clearly, you've been able to show that, Maybe somebody really is listening in Chicago, or I have a Mm -hmm. lot of friends in Maine, frankly, that say, you know what, I just, I need, I don't know how to explain this to my mother. And so I'm going to sit here with her while you're speaking to her, and together we will do this. But she is more likely going to listen to you, Nancy, than to me. She doesn't listen to me anyway. So, you know, I can really see how, you know, obviously sitting in somebody's home, and I mean, that's what I would want. When I first started doing this, I had I had my Tia, my favorite Tia, sitting in the house with me and helping me go from being in the studio to going to a podcaster. That was a huge pivot. I didn't know anything about how to do a podcast. I, I didn't know anything about it, but because there are people that can help, and that's you. And what we might see is simple, like the orange juice. We're all going to look at that trash can like an orange juice blast now. Um, you know, it. sometimes you need visuals. Some people need visuals. Yes. Other people say, just put it in writing. I can read it. I can get it. I can understand it. That's terrific. But I'm on my chart right now, and I don't know how to get to my doctor. Or, you know, everybody's doing Zoom but me, and I don't know how to do this. What, do I, what, what kind of equipment do I need? You know, it, it, I just think that your services are just, it's just, just incredible. So out of, talking about this, I don't know, if, you are a great storyteller. So what's the most surprising thing that you've been asked to teach, shall I ask? Oh, so many. Uh, my most recent was I was working with a woman with an iPhone, and I always ask them before I come over, what do you want to learn? And sometimes they tell me, and then sometimes I get there, and there's something completely different. Right. <laughs> so this woman um, had hearing aids, and she said, they're supposed to be connected to my iPhone, but I can't hear the phone ring. So I thought about that, and I remembered uh, years ago I went to the Apple Store and I took a class on accessibility, and I know you like that word, Marsha. I used it today. How funny. (laughs) Yes. So they taught us there about how to help people with low vision and hearing issues. So I, I remembered a few things. I went in her settings, and I found hearing devices, and lo and behold, there was the name of a hearing aid company in her iPhone, but she couldn't hear it. So I had the accessibility Apple line on my phone. I called them. 
they walked me through what to do. I know you also like community. So this is my, one of my community is my Apple support community. Okay. Um, and they walked me through it. It turns out she had changed hearing aids, but no one put it in her iPhone. Um, and then the woman on the phone said, you know, I see she's on kind of an abrupt ringtone. That might be hard on her ears. Why don't you give her the harp? Because it is calming. And I just thought that's something I never wow. even would have thought about, the ringtone. So yay, Apple accessibility line. Um, but that was a surprise. And I kind of surprised myself that I, I even remembered what they told me to do in the class. Yeah. Um, Another, go ahead. No, go. I love this. Okay, go I on. have one more. I have one more thing that um, surprised me. I was hired by um, the daughter of a man. Uh, she wanted her dad to learn how to use email on her on his iPad. So we did that for two lessons, and the middle of the third lesson, he just seemed bored. Enough with the email. But I remembered every time I walked into his house and he walked me down the hallway to his office, he had pictures of his grandkids on the wall that he had taken. So he was a photographer. So halfway through our lesson, I just said, hey, Mike, you want to take a break? And he looked at me and I said, why don't we go out to your garden and I'll show you how to take pictures on your iPad. And he said, you can do that? He didn't even know he had a camera. So um, we went outside. We started taking pictures. I showed him how to crop them, how to change the colors, like black and white or sepia. And he got really excited. And he said, well, how do I change the exposure? And I said, I have no idea. I really don't know. <laughs> but I said, the Apple store on the Third Street Promenade has a class on using your uh, iPad camera. Why don't we register you for that and they'll teach you everything. And he paused for a minute and he said, well, would you go with me? Oh, and I hard. said, yes, I will go with you. So he and his wife and I met at the Apple store and he learned everything about exposure and uh, for his camera and I learned some things too. And so I just surprised myself sometimes when I realized, God, he was really bored just doing email. And then I realized we should take some pictures. <sighs> you know, I, that this is not only do you provide technical service, but you are providing human kind. You are providing human kindness. And I. I am, uh, you know, every, for some people the week starts on Sunday, for some people the week starts on Monday. But when I start my weeks with guests like yourself that are so authentic, so genuine, so willing to share what you know, willing to learn what you don't know, and sharing that with others, I mean, that must fill your tank with joy as well. I, I just... I just think it's lovely, and people can find you. you on your on your website. I know 
I, you know, I'm a social media girl, so I know that you have a LinkedIn account, and I know that you're on Facebook, and I know you have an Instagram account, and you know, and, and you're available and out there, and people can easily find you, Nancy. And I'm just going to mention again that it's Nancy's Tech Help. Dot com for you to check that out, and I'll make sure that that is included um, in this follow-up blog. But you call yourself a tech tutor. What are some of the other? What are some of the that you can say out loud? What are some of the other interesting names that you've been given? Oh, I can think of a few. Um, I've been called a tech angel which makes me happy. I don't know if it really is, but I've been called a tech angel. I have been told I have the patience of a saint. And I don't know if I can say this on your show, but my 21-year-old daughter calls me a badass. Yes, you can say that. You know what else? she was in a talk, yes. But I would call you... Here's where I would go, and I was wondering if you were going to say that, and yes, I do think you're a badass, and yes, you could say that. I would say, based on where I am in my station and time, I would call you a tech guru. Oh, I like that. I, 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 I do. Um, and I don't know where. I mean, tech angel I love, and um, um, patience of a saint, clearly. Um, and, you know, I, I love what your daughter says, but, you know, not everybody, I, if you're really technical, you're sort of right-brained, right? Am I correct about that? And when you are really both, but go ahead. Well, that's, that's exactly where I was going. You beat me. Uh-huh. But you mm. have a balance because not only do you have that technical side, that makes sense to you. It's not threatening to you. It's not. It's like I don't know, so I'll just go figure it out. I'll, I'll call Apple myself. Apple support my favorite team. My Apple support community. You know, mm-hmm. you are not afraid of saying, "Well, I don't really know how to do that," but I'm going to find out because clearly you want to know how to do that. I'll get back with you. That that's your that's the technical side. But it's your human, it's your spirit, it's your patience. And, and granted, you came to it via many different d- directions and ways, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine that when, that when people have concluded the, that, that assignment with you where, you know, you've, you've given them their, their, um, their cheat sheets, you, your, your services page yeah. is fabulous. I mean, really, I, I so recommend that people go to your service pages and see just how, you know, just a simple thing like bookmarking. Seems like everybody mm-hmm. should know how to do it. Anything's easy once you know how to do it, right? I yes. mean, of course it's easy, but not necessarily. I like the fact that one of the things you have on your services is shop online safely. You know, how do you go to, how do you go to Amazon? And, okay, so if you're like me, I happen to belong to a Rotary Club, and so a portion of our um, Amazon sales goes back to our Rotary Club. So there's something called Amazon Smiles. So I log into Amazon Smiles. Well, only because I learned how to do it. You know, I I just, I don't know, I just just think it's wonderful that you do this. Did, Did you... 
ever imagine that this would be the field of work that you would be in? Never. <laughs> Never. Oh, I was afraid. God. I was scared. I was afraid I was going to push the wrong button and lose everything. So, no, I never thought I would do this until my dad called. Wow. What, a, what, what an incentive. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that. So, I know I'm a little older than you, a lot older than you. Um, but looking back, because I do a lot of times looking back, personally, I do. What advice would you give your 21-year-old self, knowing what you know today? My 21-year-old self, that would be 1986. Okay, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you three things before I tell you the advice. Um, The second year of my business, I got an email from UCLA Public Health Department, and they wanted me to be a panelist on their tech and aging seminar. And I honestly thought, they got the wrong email. They're talking to me (laughs) because it seemed like such a big thing. Um, A few years later, I went to a women in tech conference at uh, the Apple store and the moderator and myself were the only ones over 50. And that was a big deal because everyone else was 20. And just a few months ago, I was on a panel about cybersecurity. And I looked mm. at the flyer and there were four of us and I was the only woman. And it keeps surprising me that, that people really want me there because I just think I'm like a regular person, you know? <laughs> But I just know a lot about tech. So I would tell my 20-year-old self, big things are coming your way, things that you don't even know about. Um, And, Marsha, I don't want to brag about this, but I've been called a trailblazer, and that's what I would tell my 21-year-old self if she didn't really know what she was going to do with her life. And my clients tell me I'm opening up a whole new world for them. Mm-hmm. And I imagine my 21-year-old self would roll her eyes at me <laughs> because she wouldn't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so cool. So so two years into your business, you were um, on a – because I'm trying to take notes about this. So you were – Yes. What were you doing with UCLA? Was it their their business? What? So it was the it was the UCLA Department of Public Health, and they wanted to have like a seminar on tech and aging, and how all of the Apple watches and tablets mm-hmm. were not accessible enough for the elderly. Got it. But the funny thing was, I looked at the flyer and it said, we'll have a professor of public health, we'll have a investor, we'll have a programmer, and we'll have a, ne- a technologist. So I looked at it and I said, well, I'm not the professor, I'm not the programmer, I'm not the investor, I must be a technologist. That's what they <laughs> called me. I love that. And it was so great because I was up there feeling really vulnerable because sure. I don't really use the techie words. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I answered the questions, and then, um, oh, my mom was there. My mom came all the way to Palisades to sit in on my, my panel. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't, that's not what I mean to say. I just remembered that. Um, two yeah. women came right up to me and said, we're so glad you were here. You're the only one we understood. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yo, gosh. It would have been hard to button the blouse. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's really that's that's great, Nancy. And you you just you mentioned your kids, and I'm just yes. wondering, what did you learn from parenting that you use in your business? Because you learned from your dad that what he needed, but what about from your kids? Yes. Well, um, I have great kids. I stayed home mom for twelve years. I was in the PTA. I was the book yep. fair chair. I loved all that. Me too. Um, oh, good. We have so much mm-hmm. in common. Um, we do. I don't mean to call my clients children at all, but what I do with everyone is if they are overwhelmed, I distract them. So when my kids were little and they would fall down, I didn't say, oh, that was scary. I say, well, wasn't that a surprise? Let's get up and dust your knees off and do something else. Yes. So um, I was working with a woman with an iPad, and she was having a really hard time remembering what to tap on to reply. And the more she tried, the more frustrated she got. So I closed her iPad for a moment and I said, who's that picture of in the Little League outfit uniform on your wall? And she said, that was, that's my grandson. And I said, how old is he? She said, well, he was, he was seven there, but he just graduated high school last week. And I said, did you go to graduation? So, so we're, we're talking about anything other than tech. And right. she said, it was such a nice graduation. My daughter-in-law did a great job. We have seats, had seats right in front. She went on and on, and she was calming down. Mm-hmm. And so I opened her iPad again, and I said, you know what? Why don't we email your daughter-in-law and tell her how much you enjoyed the day? And then oh. she was fine. Wow. So I need, you know, we talk about working remotely. When I'm working remotely, I can't tell if they're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. That's one of the good things about being in person. Right. Wow, so, you know, you might want to add just some parentheses, psychologists, just saying. Okay, so we'll just keep adding to the list, okay? Um, I'm curious, um, because we, we, we do talk a lot about apps. That's, that's, that's a, a, a term we're very familiar with. Are there some apps yes. that you actually recommend for older adults? What, and if there are, what would you recommend? The first one... And um, you have to have an iPhone for this one. If you have an iPhone, you'll have a health app that comes with the phone. It's a yep. white square with a red heart inside. Mm-hmm. And you got to follow me along because this is going to take some um, a few things to say. Um, you can tap on it, and there will be something called the medical ID. Right. And in your medical ID... You will put your name, your birthday, but more importantly, you will put the medications you're on, what you're allergic to, if you have medical conditions, your blood type, your allergies, 
and your emergency contacts. And I'll tell you why this is so important, because if I leave this podcast and I go outside and hit my head on the cement, which won't happen, um, and the paramedics come, I can't tell them who I am, and I can't give them the passcode to my phone. Mm -hmm. So the paramedics can pick up the phone, they bypass your passcode, they tap, you'll see there's a little uh, word emergency at the bottom left. They tap on that and they'll find all your medical information. They won't find your email. They won't find your credit cards. They won't find your Apple Pay. They're only going to see um, your medical conditions and your most, uh, they'll need to see your emergency contacts. Got it. That's the first one. Um, we're all watching a lot of TV these days because we can't go to the movies. So there is an app called Just Watch. So if you want to watch uh, a movie and you don't know where it is, you type it in the search bar and it will tell you if that movie is on HBO or Netflix or Apple mm. Video, something like that. So mm -hmm. you don't have to go through everything. The other thing I like is I do a lot of walking, and I like to uh, know how many steps I've walked. Mm -hmm. There is one in the health app on the iPhone, but I like one called Pacer because the numbers are bigger. And you put in how many steps you want to take, and then when you reach your step amount, it gives you confetti on the screen. It makes me happy. Okay. And you so have to know, I have, when I was saying that, I was twinkling yeah. with my fingers all the confetti <laughs> coming down. I have two things I'd like to ask you about what you just said. So yes. I, I understand what you said about the health app. I, mm -hmm. I put a contact in my phone called ICE in case yes. of emergency. Yes. I'd be curious to ask you this. So my daughter is there, yes. my son is there, and I think a neighbor yes. is there. Yes. Would the, if I was to fall and hit my head, would they be mm -hmm. able to bypass? No. You know, so a lot of that, people. Yes. Yes. Thank you for a saying that. A lot of that. people put it in the contacts, but if the paramedics or whoever finds you doesn't have your passcode, they can't get into your contacts. Wow. That's the biggest gift today. Thank you for saying that because I miss. I did not You're understand welcome. that. And I want to ask yes. you another thing. I have a friend, because I set a lot of timers. I, I, I use my iPhone for everything, and it, it, it automatically connects to whatever's on the iPhone on the iPad. Uh -huh. And then I have a PC, so I don't have a Mac. But let me ask you, I have a friend, and, I, and I've been meaning to ask her. Everybody is saying when you get to reach a certain age, and actually they're saying 60 now, we are not drinking enough water that we are yes. dehydrating and we are dehydrating our brains. And she had some kind of a sound, just like a notification, if I get an email or if I get a text or blah, 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 she would get some kind of sound on her phone that sounded like running water, and it was like, dang, you're right, I, go, I need to go get a drink. Do you know what app that is? I'm Have you ever heard of that? Right now. But I will tell you, I'm glad you brought that up because as you get older, you lose your sense of thirst and you get dehydrated. Yes. yes. So. And that I'm was sure, an email. I know there are I, several. Mm 
Mm-hmm. There are several apps. Um, I'm not finding them right now. And you know what? Sure I'll tell you what. App store. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, we can talk about that off the air, and maybe we can find that together. Because I did get mm-hmm. an email. I, you know, I worked at the local Y for a very long time. I have a lot of senior citizen friends. I also get a lot of emails. And there was an email going around with a group of people saying, we are not drinking enough water, that we are truly dehydrated because we aren't thirsty. You're not thirsty, you don't drink. Big problem. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, what can I do? Other than to set my set a timer, which you know I set timers for myself all the time. I could set a timer every two hours to just, and when the timer goes off, just drink some water. But I just, I, I just love the fact that it had that water sound. In the last few moments, because God, I could just talk to you forever. Can't we just meet for lunch? Um, What (laughs) someday? What basic tips? Can you give our listeners about working with their tech devices? And that might, that might, you might, you might not be able to do all of that in the time remaining, but um, maybe you could just give us two or three that it was, it was like, if you're going to, what, what would those tips be that you'd like to share with us? I would say um, get a good backup system. We don't want you to lose anything on your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of water, if you have water around your computer, Put a lid on it so it doesn't spill on your keyboard or anything. Um, and if you are overwhelmed at your screen and you don't know what to do next, take your mouse and hover around the edges. They will always show you what those icons can do. And if you're really overwhelmed, get off your chair, take a walk around the block, take a deep breath. It'll be there when you get back. Wow. That's what I would say. You know, that's brilliant. And and you're right about the hovering, you know. Um if, if I mean I if you're absolutely right about that. And I think for me, because I also am a photographer and I have, you know, if if so, well, I and I have a computer guy that I work with so that I know mm-hmm. that if I have an issue Dan can actually log in, and he's a local guy too. Um, he can actually log in to my computer. Obviously, you do this with somebody you truly trust, and he can yeah. say, I don't, "You're right, Marsha. I don't know why your PDFs are not opening, and you have to drag them to your to your desktop." But let's let's work on that. And um, mm-hmm. your computer's running a little bit slow, or we need to, get, like you said, backups. Um, cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, cybersecurity is vitally important right now. And if you're like me and you have tons and tons of things that you um, that you have on your computer, you know, from your financial stuff to your passwords to all these different things, you you really need to protect yourself. And by working with a trusted computer person, they can yeah. really walk you through that. And in the, in the old days, prior to the pandemic. Um, he would come to my house and he would sit with me. And I did something really dramatic for me personally. I have always had and an iPad and an iPhone and a monitor. And my desktop, it was time. My kids were encouraging me, like, Mom, come on now, get yourself a laptop. So I got myself a laptop, which is great because it's mobile and that's, that's fine. And But then my computer guy saying, you know, 
you need to turn that off. No, not just log out. You need to shut it down. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. So I wouldn't have done that. I didn't shut my computer. I didn't. And you know what? It's so silly, but you're going to appreciate this because I'm like one of your clients. I realize when I look at my monitor that that monitor is not a computer. But it is in my mind because that's where I do all my work. I work off of, right? So my laptop is connected to my to my monitor. And and therefore, when I'm working, whether I'm answering emails or I'm doing what we're doing together right now, I'm not looking at my laptop. I'm looking at my monitor. It's a mirror image. My laptop is right next to me. But my daughter tried mm-hmm. to explain to me, Mom, look at here. Let me help you. Just think of your laptop like your desktop. Just 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 think of it the same way, because basically it's the same thing. Here's the difference. If you want to come over to my house and you want to show me something on your computer, you couldn't do that before. Now you can. Just unplug it. Mm-hmm. Bring it on over. So um, there's a lot we can all learn, <coughs> excuse me, um, in this technical world. And uh, when there's people like yourself that, you know, you're not, you're not a 30-year-old and you understand the needs of older adults. And, you know, not... It's not to say that there aren't people that are younger that that don't know that might not that could benefit by what you're saying, but I'm just saying for those of us that have reached that senior age, to be able to call somebody and say, "Can you help me? Can you help me figure out the best way to do this?" and to know that you're a phone call away, I, that is just. That's, it's like having your doctor. It's, it, in some ways, it's, you know, it's equally important because sometimes you can't even get in touch with your doctor. And it's not to say that you're on call 24-7 because you have to have a life. And I don't know, what do, you, what do you like to do that's fun when you're not being all techie here for us? What do you, what do, you do that's fun? I walk my dog. I walk with my friends. I read a really good book. And then I get back to work. <laughs> Yes, but you know what? Um, I don't have a dog to walk, but I do pet my cat. I do walk. Um, the, the YMCA and some of our local places are opening again. I think it's really important, like when you said, when you get overwhelmed, to get distracted. I recognize that. I, I take yoga, and I recognize that that is something I'm not going to bypass. And, and um, our yoga, my yoga instructor, we do it on Zoom. And um, sometimes just hearing, you know, without judgment, very important in my life, very important to work on in my life, without judgment. Maybe you can't get into that pose. Okay, your balance is a little off today. That's all right. No judgment. Are you breathing? Are you breathing so you're really taking in this oxygen that your body needs? Now what I understand is you might want to add a little bit of water to that because, you know, that cramp in your foot, you're dehydrated. You're Mm -hmm. dehydrated. So I I don't know, Nancy. I think that um, just from a personal standpoint, I think it's great that we have a lot of crossovers. I think it's great that you are a member of the chamber. Um, I think that what you offer is really important. I know that... um, because of the different things that I do, I know that you're going to be joining us in my Rotary Clive Venice Sunrise Rotary because you are nearby. 
But I don't want people listening to think that if you are living in Maine, that they couldn't contact you. And um, and you'll do your best to support them as best that you can. And I just I just think you're a gift, truly. Thank you. Thank you. It's, Thank you for, for asking me such good questions, and um, this was fun. This was good. It was. It was. It. You know, I when when I feel like at the end of a show that I was sitting next to you, just like you might be saying with your clients, and mm-hmm. we have connected. And while unfortunately we're not in a studio where I'm seeing you, I feel you. I do. I, I feel your genuineness. I feel your willingness to support and help others. And and that's a blessing. There's a lot of people that are in employment positions that don't have that kind of impact on others. But you do. And it was not by mistake. It was by design. And I just I really just want to thank you, Nancy, for sharing this hour with me and giving us some tips. I'll make sure that people when they come back and listen to the show, if they didn't listen live, can find you in all these different um areas. And um just thank you so, so much for, for being a guest with me. You've you've really started my day off on a really light note. Thank you, Martha. That is so sweet. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, everybody. So, um, interestingly enough, I'm having another very interesting guest next week. Um, and Jean um, does um, um, like biofeedback with dogs and yoga with dogs, and why dogs can actually help a work environment. And she does Reiki, and she does all these different. She teaches dogs to swim. Oh my God, it's just unbelievable. I have a great life. I am very grateful. Thank you, everybody, for joining me, and I'll see you again next week. Bye for now. <laughs>